Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke, all one word. Okay, I've reached the edge of space. I think I'm going to go outside for a spacewalk. Wait, wait, I'm falling. Ah! Splat. So let's talk about low Earth orbit. So first off, you know, when are you in the atmosphere and when have you gotten to space? Well, the atmosphere just gets thinner and thinner, I think, almost until infinity. So uh, it's an arbitrary place, and people have decided that you get to space when you get to 100 kilometers up. Because for some reason, space is metric. And I think you could, like, put something in orbit at 100 kilometers, but uh, there's too much atmosphere there. Even though they call that space, there's too much atmosphere there. It's going to slow down, like, you know, your satellite. I guess that's the thing that orbits up the Earth uh, would be a satellite. And there's too much atmosphere there, so your satellite would be getting slowed down by the atmosphere at 100 kilometers. And as it goes slower and slower, that means it falls lower and lower and... Basically, it'll burn up. It'll fall down and burn up. And so people put something in low Earth, or something called low Earth orbit. And I'm not sure the exact amount, but I think it's about 500 kilometers. Like, I don't know when it starts and when it ends, but 500 kilometers is uh, low Earth orbit. That's where SpaceX is putting these Starlink internet satellites. They're going to cover the entire world with inter satellite internet. With all the satellites about 500 kilometers up. So here's something interesting that I didn't know until I looked it up, and I think not everyone knows, is that, you know, how much gravity is there at low Earth orbit? Like, I think the International Space Station is in low Earth orbit, and, uh, you know, you see them floating around, right? You know, they're in zero G. They're in zero G. But that doesn't actually mean there's zero gravity there. So I'm going to say LEO for low Earth orbit. So an LEO... Gravity is 90% of what it is on the Earth. So it's a little lower, you know. If you weigh 100 pounds on the Earth, you skinny, handsome devil you, um, you'll weigh, you would weigh 90 pounds up there. So the reason why the astronauts are floating around in zero G in the space, sta uh, yeah, space station is because the space station is in orbit, which means that it's going, I think, about 27,000 kilometers an hour. Basically, it's, it's shooting around the Earth, and so... You know, people describe it as it like, like, you know, if you fired a bullet into orbit, basically if you went up, you know, as you go up higher and higher and have a faster and faster bullet, eventually you'll shoot a bullet that'll just, it'll constantly be missing the earth, right? It's like being drugged down towards the earth, but it misses the earth because the earth curves away from the bullet at the same speed that the bullet travels, which is 27,000 miles an hour, which is way faster than any normal bullet. But so you were, say you were a... Uh, a skydiver or something. Anyways, if you go 5,000 kilometers straight up, you know, and then your rocket runs out of fuel or whatever, uh, well, if you want to skydive, you can skydive. If you go 500 kilometers straight up, gravity is going to pull you straight back down. Just, you know, 90% of normal. Basically the same as normal. You just, you go straight up, you come straight back down. That's how gravity works there, because you're not in orbit if you go straight up and nothing else. So there's actually a couple reasons why rockets have multiple stages that maybe I'll discuss sometime. I just learned that myself the other day. But anyways, one of the reasons you may have like multiple, well, why does SpaceX have multiple stages? You probably heard, right? Their, their first stage, the real big part, it flies up and then it comes back down and lands and they get to reuse it. I think they have one that they've used 10 times, for instance. 
but the second stage, basically the top part, it flies off. It you know it shoots some satellites into orbit and whatever. Then it falls down and crashes into either burns up in the atmosphere or crashes into the ocean. And so basically, how this works is like so the giant you know the two whatever the two stages combined go straight up. And then, you know, when you want the, the large bottom part, the first stage, to come back down, well, you know, it's not in orbit. It just goes, it goes straight up, and it comes straight back down, and it lands. So that's easy for it. And now the second stage has its own little rocket engines. And that's when it, so now that it's up high enough, it starts flying around the Earth. You know, it starts shooting around, flying around, until it gets up to 27,000 kilometers an hour. I wish it was miles an hour. And so, you know, it shoots off its satellites, and there it is, zooming around the Earth at 27,000 kilometers an hour. And you go, like, well, why doesn't it just come back and fly on down and land? And, you know, you save a lot of money. You wouldn't have to make that part every single time. And the answer is because once you get going 27,000 kilometers an hour and you try and come back through the atmosphere, it's a problem. <laughs> You're probably going to burn up. Like, the only thing I know that was able to do that was the space shuttle. You know, like, the space shuttle didn't quite work out, but, um... Anyways, they had, like, those those black heat tiles on the bottom of the space shuttle. And basically, you need something... You need something, because when you come back at at those ultra-high speeds and hit, hit the atmosphere, it gets incredibly hot. And here's something else that I learned recently that you may not know. And, I, and I've heard, like, scientists say this. Anyways, people say, oh, it's the friction. You know, it comes back and hits the air, and it's the friction. But that is not true. It is not the friction with the air that causes the heat. What causes it is that it compresses the air in front of it, you know? And, like, when you compress a gas, it makes the gas hot. So, anyways, it just comes in at 27,000 kilometers an hour and uh, compresses the heck out of that air. Makes it super hot. But, so, anyways, that's why SpaceX's second stage is just expendable. You know, it gets whatever. You have to make a new one every time and expend that one. It's because it's too hard to make them able to come back and uh, withstand the heat. Um, SpaceX, SpaceX is working on something called Starship that will do it where it's all reusable. Like They want to make it like an airplane that flies to the moon and back and uh, you know can come through the atmosphere and land and blah blah blah. But currently the second stage, the top part, is expendable. Well, I thought I was just going to talk about LEO, but uh, let's continue on talking about SpaceX, because what they're doing is pretty interesting. So there's something called the Artemis Program. It was started under Trump. Trump, you bastard, doing great things. Um, anyways, and it's the plan is to put people on the moon. You know, go back to the moon with people. Boots on the ground. And so... Basically, they're using the same technology. I think the Saturn V rockets or whatever, you know, Boeing, McDonnell Douglas, whoever makes that stuff. Um, so they started working on it, I don't know, a few years ago. And so they're going to send the astronauts to the moon in, like, the old school rockets that are known to be able to get you there. Uh, I think they're, I think the astronauts are supposed to get there, like, in 2024, 20, I think. I mean, soon. Sooner than you'd think. And we're supposed to have a moon base, a base on the moon, in 2028. But so they got the, basically, they're already, they're already built the rockets and they're testing the rockets that are going to take the people there. Um, but they haven't figured out the part that's going to go, basically, it's, they're going to have like a little, a little space station that, that orbits the moon. 
And so the rocket is going to take the people to that little space station, but it still hasn't been exactly, well, they're still deciding on how you get from the space station down to the moon and then back up. And so there was like three companies putting in bids, you know, government bids for NASA to pay them to build something that does that. And uh, anyways, two of them are like, they just, they look like the, the moon landers, you know, from the 60s. Maybe a little bit fancier, but basically similar idea. And then SpaceX put in a bid and they said, we will use our Starship to do it. So the Starship rocket is like the biggest rocket. I mean, first off. They've never flown a, a, a starship that's never been flown yet, although they're, they say they're going to fly one in, a, I don't know, maybe a month or two. I mean, they're, they're building them. They've been flying. They've been kind of flying. They've been flying half of it here and half of it there, uh, but they haven't flown the big part. They haven't flown it together. But so anyway, so SpaceX said, uh, we'll, you know, we'll take your astronauts from this little space station down to the moon. And so what they're going to do it with, I mean, if, I mean, they got, they got the bid, the other companies are suing NASA. Apparently you, you always, anytime a bid is accepted by the government, that's a huge bid, then there's an automatic reviewing of the bid. And so, you know, whatever they put in there, they said, they're going to sue and said, Hey, you got to review the bid. And so they're reviewing the bid. But anyway, so SpaceX is like, we'll take you from your little space station down there. And what they're going to be doing it in is the, uh, the top half of the Starship rocket, which is huge. I mean, the thing's like, I don't know what it is, 30 feet wide. I mean, it's like, it's like a building. It's like a, I don't know, 10-story building, a lot of which is fuel and engines, but maybe the top part, you know, so maybe the, like, four stories of, a, like of, a, of, a, of an office building is the top part where people can, like, hang out and live. I mean, you could have your own room. You could have an exercise room. You could have all sorts of, all sorts of stuff. And so, you know, we'll see if they can make that happen. It'll be crazy if, if it does. You know, basically you just have like a, you have a house. Yeah, it's about the size of a house. So you have a house that you can fly around and you can have people hang out in. And I think they're sending four people. So, you know, it'll be like four people with all the room of a house. I guess, you know, they'll probably jam-pack that sucker with, uh, you know, robots and sensors and whatever to do all sorts of scientific tests. But then, right, you know, the obvious question is, well, if SpaceX can get a giant fancy house-sized rocket uh, up, up to there, you know, why are, they, why are they flying in this old Saturn V rocket for the first half of the trip, or, you know, most of the trip, and then using only using the fancy part, the fancy awesome part that has plenty of leg room for the last little bit? And the answer is because SpaceX has only been building the Starship uh, rocket for, like, a year or something. I mean, I, they probably were planning it for a long time, but as far as, like, actually... Having ones that, uh, you know, they could test, you know, like put them, put it on a landing pad and have it shoot off into the air and come back and usually explode or sometimes land successfully. They've only been doing that for like a year. And this whole Artemis thing was started under Trump. So however long that's been, must be at least, at least a couple of years. Might have been an early part of Trump presidency, I'm not sure. So anyways, and I think they're going to, you know, they, they put in however many billions into those into the rockets that are going to get the astronauts there already, so uh, you know they're 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 keeping going with it, which I think is a good idea. Don't don't abandon that because SpaceX has not proven their thing at all yet. And you know, like I think every, everyone said, you know, you could never start a car company from scratch, right? And then Elon Musk started a car company from scratch, and I think people are like, you know, you could never have a, you could never do the stuff that SpaceX has already done, but he did it, so. He's known for doing things that are considered impossible till he comes along and does them. 
eventually he's going to try and do something that's impossible and he's going to fail. So we'll just have to wait and see on this stuff.